plays into my long-term plans, so I'm kind of, I figure it will work out for Exactly, you can't murder somebody if you're not in the same building. Or close by each other. true <laughs> I was enjoying those walks to the car oh goodness you know what I'm gonna do I always keep a fork in my pocket so that if somebody like somebody shows up hey blah 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 what's up and the guy's got a gun obviously he was sent there to kill me is the deal I pull out the I pull out the fork and are you listening you shouldn't take a fork to a gun knife Gunfight. No, no, no. I pull. It's all affectation. I pull out the fork and I go, "Oh, thank you, Lord, for this meal I'm about to receive." (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Sometimes it'll freak the guy out enough that he'll be like, "Oh shit!" and he'll run. You know what I mean? So yeah. Bottom line is, uh, um, I haven't been right on top of it, but I'm. I've been on top. I need you to be on top of it. You know what I mean? I need need you to push this, okay? You know what I mean? I don't want to spend another Christmas here. I hear you. What are you doing for Christmas? What are you doing for Christmas? Oh, you know, probably uh, having pork at Cosmo's house. Awesome. I can't wait. Uh, you gotta speak. You should come. You gotta speak up more. Say that again. You should come. Well, I'd like to, you know, from my room. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're working on that. Um, w- what we should do is go to Texas and get abortions right now. Uh, I heard that. Like that got struck yeah, down. We, I mean, we can. Moratorium. Who knows how long though? So we we better be quick. I don't really need an abortion right now, but I I, oh, okay. I definitely uh, yeah, think I this would I be the time. Either. Man, unbelievable. Reason prevails, huh? Well, you know, I mean, it's, it it's just depends on whose plate it lands. Uh, but what do you think? I guess, uh, this, this Supreme Court's kind of hard to pin down, no? It really is. But the bottom line, I think, I think... I think we can say pretty confidently that Roe v. Wade, they are not going to stuff that genie back in that bottle. Okay, I agree There's with you. Too many people. But I think I think this is an important moment in our history is for us to all, not as partisans, but just as people, look at this Supreme yeah. Court. This is, I think this is what you would want, right? A Supreme Court that's, what are they? I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do? Isn't that better than having a partisan court? Wouldn't you say? Kind of depends on what. I don't know what they're going to do. What would you have expected them to do in this situation? I would have expected them to follow the Constitution, which would have been. (laughs) All right. um, So that no, that's what you would want them to do. What? Yes. (laughs) What would you expect of this court? This particular Supreme Court. What would you expect? Okay, which would include, as I was going to say, which would include um, Supreme Court precedent. And there was a reason that Roe v. Wade happened in in the 70s. Um, It was overwhelmingly popular at the time. And really, even though so much right-wing opposition to it has has, uh, happened in the interim, um, it is still... Which makes it even more wildly popular among people on the on the right. Uh, people have hardened their positions. Both sides have. Yeah, but didn't and, don't, didn't wasn't yeah. the fear about this particular court, this group of justices, wasn't the fear that they were going to swing it hard to the right? Wasn't that the fear? Yeah, sure. Well, okay, so that's the problem with... But the, they, they've the had a couple opportunities to do that, and they haven't. They've passed on those opportunities. Well, the big famous one was uh, um, Obamacare and and um, and uh, the uh, chief justice came down on the side of, uh, you yeah, can't do that. 
Um, but they had an uh, opportunity, a stacked court by Trump. They had an opportunity to hear cases regarding the election, potential election fraud. Okay, I, I think we do have some pretty hard partisans on, on the court right now. For sure. Um, that was the fear. That you know, it stacked. That was the idea. He stacked it, and now they're going to go draconian. But they didn't hear that case uh, about the about the fraud. They refused to, to have the case sit. Is that correct? The election fraud? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. We're well, not going to we're not so going to listen to it. We're not going to no. That's not that's not the, right. And but the legal issue was so clear. And these are lawyers. I mean, law, the law is their business and I and a lot of them do have a a dedication to it. So then now um, can we set that aside now? Are we no longer in fear of the court? They've demonstrated on two occasions oh, now. No. That, so, oh, but so they've demonstrated such is a is a hardcore partisan yeah i know but the it's but as a conglomerate as a melding the group of them are kind of they're checking each other nobody wants to okay they're being there's, conservative there's, there's five of them that will that will look at at the law and find any rational um justification for making something you know, leaning conservative as as they possibly can. I don't agree. Um, with, I'm not sure I agree with that because I, I think they could have heard that fraud case. I mean, couldn't they have at least heard well, it? That's, but okay, here's the problem that they have. These are lawyers. They have to. They know what the law is, and that uh, John Roberts did when he uh, he you know uh, sided basically with Congress on Obamacare. Um, and that's what Amy Comey Barrett did recently by refusing to hear, um, a, uh, let's see, what was it? It was a Roe v. Wade case and she didn't even want to hear it because it was just unsupported in the law. Uh, and you, and as you, as you mentioned, the, they wouldn't, 100% of them would not hear an election fraud issue. Right. So they, that's the problem that that the right has is, is that um, to the partisans they they don't care about the law. Okay, would you they say, just want all right? Would you say this power. then? Uh, okay. Trump attempted to stack the court, right? Yeah, sir. That's that you agree Absolutely. with that, but Absolutely. unfortunately, the justices he chose to stack it with, uh, they're not going to play ball. They're gonna follow. Uh, they're gonna try to follow the law. They're gonna try to. They stopped um, the Texas. The they Biden. that was the moment. This was the moment where they had to make a choice: Are we gonna go with it, or are we gonna do the law? And they shot it down. Right? Women can get abortions in Texas. Correct. Okay. Well, but so that's not the Supreme Court that did that. Kind of shoots my whole thing down <laughs> yeah no it was a it was another federal court and um because since this, the supreme court didn't rule on it at all that's why it's in this lower court again and yeah, they're not making uh, a choice they're just deciding not to listen we're not gonna we're not yeah, gonna basically. rule on it well so they had some sort of uh, this is a procedural issue, and we don't need to adjudicate on that just yet. That's basically what they. I'm said. telling. You, I think we're okay with this court. This one. I think we're okay. Ah, uh, okay. I don't think. I think um, all of them have an idea of their legacy. They think about it in a different way than normal people do as Supreme Court justices. Right. Well, I so Gorsuch should he's like the Alito now. He shouldn't even be there. He's just a pure partisan. Kavanaugh, I don't think he's competent. I don't I don't think he's smart enough to be a a, a judge. No, but I think he's How smart enough to protect his own legacy. He's smart enough to do that. I'm not so sure he's doing it all that well. He made myself. It, he made it to the bench. 
and now he's he's voting along with the hey let's let's not get into some shit here let's you know what i mean let's keep it constitutional in this in this forum I'm t- I don't. I don't I'm, I'm telling you. I think I he's haven't m- seen anything egregious from from. Uh, I haven't. That's what I'm saying. I haven't. I agree with you. I have not seen them cross the line. To Nor the right. Amy Barrett, but I, I could see either one of those people, um, caving into the to the right on. on I really a, on don't think issue. so. This is why I don't think so because of their their age. Okay. They're close enough. They're, they're close enough to social media to that thing that they have right. a different idea of popularity, a different idea of reach than an older judge would have. Someone who has no idea. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And that is a, an important. Um, I think it's idea a thing. I think it's a thing. That's how's this going to land on the public. How's the public going to go with this? That's why they're never going to stuff that dreamy back in the bottle is because there's just too much um, too much against abortion. Um, okay. In terms of legacy, if you're a judge, if you're a lawyer, let's say you're a jurist, you're a lawyer, you go through law school, you do all that, you get elected to a yeah. judge position, there right. you are, you go through your thing, you understand in a different way how special and important a Supreme, being a Supreme Court justice would be, Right. Like that's that's the that is the the top. That's the. And echelon. I think that's I think that's within a range. True. They all understand that, and I think all... I, I think to a large degree, a lot of they're mostly proud of of doing a good job as a judge. Well, it is the ultimate honor to be elected to the Supreme Court. That that's the ultimate as a judge, right? And that honor means more to some of them than it does no, to it, others. I think it means something to all of all judges. I think all judges understand what that something. is. On, on it's some, a varying thing. However, on, that honor, but the honor isn't the same thing as dedication to justice, jurisprudence. Well, I'm just saying that I, I think someone now, a younger person that becomes a Supreme Court justice, has an understanding that how they're perceived historically moving into the future a hundred years from now from now how they're looked at is going to depend in large part on public opinion they understand that in a way that justices from the 1950s didn't Mm -hmm. and i'm telling you there's something at play i think their perception their fear of a negative perception is holding them back it's keeping them conservative in some way Right. Well, I'm not worried about this court. I'm telling you, I'm not anymore. Not. I'm not. Are you? Uh, I. I uh, you think they're going to repeal so, Roe v. Wade? Do you think this court no, will do I that? Don't. I just said no. There's so, no way. So what do you think they will do? What's what will they do? As far as Roe v. Wade goes, I'm just I think what's going to happen in terms of is policy shoot down that Texas law. Right. And, you know, make that permanent. You can't do that. Roe v. Wade is the law of the land right now. It is the law. law And that law is against that, you know, obviates that law. Right. The Texas law. I mean, the real danger was them hearing the fraud thing and making that a bigger thing. I think that was the, the thing to be afraid of in that moment. Absolutely. That they would make it a bigger thing and it would grow. They didn't do that. They wouldn't. They said, "Get the fuck out of uh, get the, the fuck out of here with that." Between Andy Biggs and uh, oh, I guess it was another uh, Democratic senator, um, uh, Raskin, who asked him, "Well, as since the Arizona audit is over, who won that election?" Yeah, and who won? Andy Biggs not say. Yeah, he wouldn't say it was it that yeah. Biden won. How, how much did they oh, spend? Seventy million. What did what did they spend on that? Several million. I yeah, I forget what the it was. State of Arizona um, spent a shit ton of money on that, right? Yeah, the taxpayers of Arizona. And at the end of it, actually, it, I, I, what, yeah, or did it come from the Republicans that much? I, I honestly, I think the state shoulders a ton yeah. of that. I mean, it's it's right. it's their election commission. So I mean, it's it's. I, I kind of. Yeah, it's not. This is not. They burned a bunch of money that they could use. There's things but that they certainly did. Yeah, and I think the yeah. 
I think the uh, the taxpayers in Arizona are on the hook for at least a lot of it. A ton of money, and and what they found out at the end was that Biden won by more votes. Yeah, and right. and uh, Trump um, lost by more votes as well. <laughs> you know what? Let's do a recount in South Carolina. Let's look at look at McConnell's race. You want to spend some money? You know, let's take a look at that race. <laughs> Because I've heard a lot of things said under the table about that race. What happened? Uh, you can look it up. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Go down the rabbit hole. You know, there there was some voter suppression and some things that might have happened that affected the outcome of that race. I don't think McConnell won his seat. You know? Right? It was close, I, right? You yeah, know? it was real fucking close. So let's go take a look at it. If we're going to look at Arizona, which went true blue for the for the first time in since when before Goldwater? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, I can't uh, even remember the last time they went when Arizona went blue. Do you do you recall? I don't. Yeah, I uh, I think it was a good twenty years or more, but yeah. True blue Arizona. So they looked at it and he won by more votes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, talk about what what history is is how history is going to look at all of this, the big lie. And of course, the uh, Trump says the big lie is that Biden got elected, but seven million votes. Yeah, I mean, it's a big country, big electorate. Seven million is a, is a, it's a, that's a chunk of votes, right? Um, and did uh, he did well in uh, the? Uh, Electoral College, too. And we're still dealing with this. How? How, how is he a, a relevant candidate for 2024? And this is something we're talking about. How? How? Well, it's because uh, Republicans are um, are doing everything they can to subvert democracy. Everything. You know, let's talk about that because they did blink, according to Ted Cruz. <laughs> Republicans blinked on the on the debt ceiling. They blinked, right? Yeah, McConnell's coming under some fire for uh, caving in. Seventeen Republicans caved. No, oh, there you go. Right. Is this the end? And, uh, the debt ceiling is absolutely ridiculous but is this the end of the party is this is this is this the it? republican party that's what i'm asking is are we are we seeing it now sure seems like it however there's there's going to be a party that um is um the party of business and i, I don't have a problem with that i um, agree with you so, but will it be the republican party going forward in the since since uh, Trump has done everything he can to ruin um, American democratic institutions, including the Republican Party, it's it's uh, well, okay, all right. Here's here's an example. How would you feel being Mike Pence right now about your political future? If I was Mike Pence, I would masturbate. <laughs> right. Repeatedly, furiously. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I would do it to? You know what I would do it to? Uh, old reruns of Soul Train. <laughs> oh, no kidding! Especially the dance line. That's what I'm talking about—the dance line at the end. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like you were right there. You transported right there. Oh, right there. <laughs> Actually, there's a number of world leaders and political figures I like to strap to chairs and make them watch that. That's what I'd like. That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> I think I'm with you on that. With with those uh, I, those things that uh, they to they did to uh, Alec and uh, Alex in uh, uh, a uh, Clockwork Orange. Exactly they, like and that. He had to watch the 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 uh, the, the videos that they showed. Exactly. Him that were negative enforcement. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and of course his his complaint with that was that the soundtrack was off, was his complaint. 
Ludwig Van. It's not fair that you should do that to Beethoven. (laughs) (laughs) He just made music. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I'm serious, though. Uh, Do you ever think you... Okay, look, I'm not going to get it. You don't want to get into this. Look, people have have went to prison, let's say. Okay. Yeah. So is it that bad? Is it really that bad in prison? That's what I'm asking you. Been to prison, right? You know that. What's that? You, as you know, I have been to prison. Okay, I don't. I'm not asking you to talk about your prison experience. I'm asking you to talk about prison experience well, I think as, in a general way. You know? I think in in many in many ways, prison is, um, and some prisons are obviously much worse than others. Sure. Um, I was in a level one federal prison. Okay, and I don't so know that what that means. Was, My brother was a bank robber. He went to prison. A light. Would that have been his? Okay, so he probably did not go to level one. Okay. Did he, he use a gun? Uh, not the last time. <laughs> but he, he did run over a cop. So Yeah, so definitely not level one. And okay. It, okay. it sounds like it wasn't federal anyway, right? No, he went to federal. In fact, he played racquetball with, uh, you know, the Falcon and the Snowman. Oh Jesus! Really? Okay, so he played racquetball with the snowman. Like he had a hit a oh, weekly wow. racquetball, and he also made eggs for Sonny Barger. Oh no, kidding! Like he was Sonny's egg guy. So I met Doug Schultz in okay. in prison. The other kind of famous, you know, sure. Hell's Angel leaders. Dutch Schultz is what they usually called him, but his name was Doug. Well, my brother told me that he, he, he felt he had a kind of a bubble around him as he walked through the prison. He, he understood that the, that was existing. People were averting their glance from him. Oh, really? And, and he became aware of the fact that it was because he was the guy that made Sonny's eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I know. A good time in prison does hands on it, small it, it like, seems strange, right? <laughs> like, like, and and my brother was like, it kind of sucked because there were a couple people that I was kind of like casually friends with that that just stopped talking to me altogether. Like nobody wanted to even interact with him for fear of starting something that would result in my brother getting hurt, meaning Sonny didn't get his eggs. Ah, uh, right, right. Wild, right? That is, did he work in the kitchen? He worked in the kitchen. He worked at the, this was a prison that had an omelet station. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's not, (laughs) I don't, you had a swimming pool. You had a swimming pool. Okay. So yeah, a lot of prisons don't have swimming pools. Okay. Well, we also did not have an omelet station. So. Well, this person had an omelet station, and Sonny liked his eggs, uh, I believe poached, but in a particular way. And so, so your brother did that. Well, it just—it was luck that he happened to be assigned to that area. That was all luck. But, yeah, yeah, but that's, that's true. Yeah. But he had done some some cooking in the past at restaurants, and he understood how to make an egg. So. Uh-huh. So he could poach an egg. <laughs> and Sonny liked his eggs poached in a particular way. You know? So I think Sonny, so, Sonny put out a word, I think, right at that moment. Like, don't nobody fuck with this guy. This is my egg guy. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm asking I, you. Uh, you were there. How long were you in? I, I was in uh, for a year. One year, twelve I had a two months. Year sentence. Yeah, I had I had a two year sentence. Two so years served months, one. Then six months in a halfway house, and then I had six months. Right. Good so time, you were so. you were in in the joint six months. No, I was in the joint for a year. One one full year in the institution. Yes, I see. And then and then you and got out, and then it was halfway for six. Halfway house, yeah, right. for another six months, and then. You know, my, my, and then I, you, you get good time, and I, I didn't have any marks against that. So I got the full six months. Keep talking. I got the full six months. And, uh, but the thing of it is, um, prison is prison. It, you're, 
you're locked up. That is the punishment of prison. How many hours? How many hours are you in that cell? Uh, well, how many hours locked in the cell, or do you have free? Do you have free roam around the quad? No, you don't. You're locked down from. Let's see. I'm saying how 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 often are you in that room and the gate is shut and you can't get out? Out of twenty four hours. From, well, there isn't, you're locked into the building. Um, That's so what we I'm were asking. in dorm. Right. We were in dorm. So you could, you could go into the area, the quad. This you is could, an old Air Force base. But you, but you could go into the general area. You weren't stuck in your room, right? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, you couldn't leave the building. You couldn't leave the dorm building. Sure, sure. But the, but the, the bathrooms were at the end of the hall. So okay. to go to the bathroom, you had to leave the room. Was that scary as shit um, going to the bathroom? No. You didn't have a toilet. No. In your, you didn't have a toilet in your cell. Well, that was the whole thing with level one. Um, anything that you did that was against the rules would get you sent out of the prison to a, a, a tougher prison. So people were pretty much on their good behavior, and mostly it was tax cheats, business fraud, and drug dealers who just kind of wanted to mark their time anyway. I got you. So you had a library? Library, yeah. How, uh, how did that, that work? That was, that was one of my workarounds that was pretty good. I, I, I became friendly with the librarian. And since I my work schedule was... Um, was dear friend I, I i got to you know go to the library in off hours when it was closed but the guy would let me in and i, I could listen to records and and so okay. i had the run of the place and it was so that was nice it helped me kept sanity right so that was good okay it doesn't sound that bad actually and i got pretty good at uh pool too you guys had a pool table Pool, yeah, there was a pool room with about you know four tables, and once again, wow. my work schedule was was not the regular work schedule, so I was off duty when just about everybody else was working. So it was open to me. I think you just sold me on prison. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's it's not great. You're in prison. You can't. Well, I understand you know, that. And you're at the mercy of these ridiculous guards. And I would say it's probably worse now. I'm sure it is. How's the food? Uh, starchy, carbohydrate, heavy. Cheesy? Um, well, that was one of the things when uh, I got the opportunity to work off uh, the prison site right. um, at an Air Force base. I took it because at least you got lunch at the. Uh, oh, I see. So the food, the you'd say the food, the food wasn't the good. You'd say, overall. So it's military food, but the military food was so much better than the prison food that that was worth it. Hmm. I see. So prison food's not good. You'd say. Just. It's it's meat and potatoes and. You think there's bugs in there? It's it's not. No, no, no. It's it's sanitary. At least you know where I was at. It was certainly sanitary. You never found it a was bug just, in there. Um, you never found a bug ever. I don't recall that. What about bugs in general? Were and there, I worked in the kitchen. Were there roaches first. around around the prison or no? Oh sure. You think they did a good job with um, pesticiding, or do you think it was just natural? The bug situation was not horrible, no. I mean, there was cockroaches in the kitchen, but what kitchen doesn't have cockroaches? Do you ever see bugs in your cell? I do not recall that. Hmm. It's not bad. Bug-free, so, uh, you know, the bug-free life. Cleanliness is a big deal in prison, so, you know. I mean, if you don't have to live with bugs, that's not bad. You know what I mean? What about violence? Being in there, I mean, okay, you might be 
you might be getting, um, you know, raped in, in, uh, in, you know, you bring up a good point. You know, just, did you get raped? Up, did all you that get kind of stuff. Did you get raped a lot while you were in there, or how often? No, were you, how no, often no, were I mean, you not, raped? There was anybody that had a fight. That just both of those guys, no matter if one was at fault and the other one wasn't, both would be shipped off to a tougher prison. Oh, I see. So there so was there was an incentive. There was an incentive to cool it out, right? Yeah. Um, there was this. Uh, Japanese guy Ishihara was his name right. and um, he was um, he had a way of, of kind of putting people off um, and a lot of people just did not like this guy okay and um, and so somebody cleaned his clock one day and what do you mean cleaned his clock and bruised they just beat him up a little bit or what happened beat him up they beat him up yeah but he wasn't like they hurt hurt they beat him up Pretty bad, yeah. They, yeah. Well, enough so that you could tell he got pounded on. So he said, to his credit, he fell in the ice machine. Oh, he didn't rat anybody out. That's cool. No, no. Because then they well, kill I'm, him. I'm, you know, <laughs> he kind of know better. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But they did. That's it. He was gone. What about the commissary? Could you buy snacks if you had a little bit of? Money in your account or something? On Friday, you could go to the commissary, and that was um, that was Ben and Jerry's day for me. What do you mean? They had ice cream there? What do you mean? Like pints of ice cream? Yeah, yeah, those little pints of Ben and oh, Jerry's ice cream. Oh, fuck yeah. Can, like different flavors or just? Uh, they didn't have that many flavors. I um, Well, they had some flavors. I came to love Terry Garcia. Oh, that's a great one. Sure. One of, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Sure. So you could yeah, get yeah. you could get a pint of Cherry Garcia every Friday. Mostly, yeah, yeah, exactly. There was some, you know, there were and there were some candy bars. You could what, get candy bars. Was there some? Was there a much. limit to what you could buy, or not really? So you could buy ten candy um, bars if you wanted to. Sure. Now, uh, if people were sending you money from the outside right. into your prison account, right? Well. You could, you could spend whatever you wanted in there. Um, you could spend whatever you, you want. you were just... So I made, let's see, I made about four bucks a week. Selling candy bars. No, no, I take that back. Uh, no, no, no. I, I you No, know, you get paid for doing your work in prison. Four fucking and, dollars um, for an entire week? Four dollars? Uh, let, let me figure that out. No, it's not. Let's see, it was... 11 cents an hour, 88 cents a day. Yeah, it's about 12 11 right? cents. Five days. 11 cents an hour? An hour. The interesting thing about that, <clears throat> yeah, the interesting thing about that is that um, the Bureau, the, Bureau uh, the military paid the Bureau of Prisons a dollar, well, let's see, whatever. Uh, Minimum wage was in those days. Seven uh, paid minimum been, wage. Yeah, it would have been like four and a quarter. Labor, it would have been like and four and a quarter. Prisons paid pence. Okay, so the prison collected four. Uh, I, four it was, it was a couple of bucks in when I was in two thirty-five. Uh, <clears throat> the the prison collected yeah, that and then paid you eleven cents. Yes. How much were so the so basically what that represented was a was a military allotment sizable some amount of money sure. given everybody that you know was in prison and paid that way sure um it it was a bureau uh uh what am i okay the military paid this this money to the bureau of prisons so it's a military allotment that actually went to fund prisons because when my brother was in prison he was in charge of a factory floor that was inserting computer chips into circuit boards for missiles. Oh, really? That, yeah. That's what he was in charge of. Well, he wasn't in charge. It was him and another guy. They were in charge of it. Okay, so so you made 11 wow. cents for one hour of work. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How much was the candy bar? Do you remember? I don't remember. 
But I mean, was it like going? It was 1987, whatever. But was it going candy bar rate, or was some weird prison rate, or? Yeah, yeah, it was. They, they were they were regular retail, which you'd find the, in the store outside. Was so about what? What year was that? There. I mean, there was no discount. What year was that? Eighty-seven. That would have been thirty cents then. Yeah, I would. I've been from eighty-seven to eighty-eight. That would have been thirty cents then for a, for a full-size candy bar. Thirty cents. So you had to work three hours to buy one candy bar. Basically. Pretty much, yeah. But what else are you going to do, right? Yeah. But, so none of that, I mean, so so you're in a, you're in a prison where that those kind of creature comforts are, are much less. And say you are getting raped and, and, and you know, and beaten. Beat up. Right. Um, yeah. And beaten um, while being raped also. Right, just particularly just horrible, particularly heinous. Right. However, the punishment is being in prison. Just you can't go out. You can't leave. You can't do your life. How bad is that's, that? How bad is that's it? serious punishment? It's bad, right? That's fucked up. Right. It's bad. Does yeah. That, get, that gets to you. I mean, my life took a serious. My the forward trajectory of my life took a serious hit when I went to prison. Right. No question. No question. That was a full year. You too. know, you're not out there making friends. You're not out there with your ideas. You're not out. You know, you're. Well, the whole world is happening. You know, the longer you end. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's 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 what hurts. I mean, you know, getting getting beat up. Sure, you don't getting want beat that, up and raped. Not good. Is... That's not good. <laughs> right, not good. Right. Obviously, and I and I'm using those extreme examples um, just because to make the point that the loss of your liberty is the punishment. Uh, you don't have to. Um, you, you don't. They don't have to torture you and and make your life miserable. You know more than it already is in prison. You know. Like I'll tell you, I sat, I sat waiting to go into a courtroom one time, mm-hmm. right? And I was watching all the people in the office doing shit, right? And the idea, right. the I knew I was walking into the courtroom, and I was looking at six months in jail. Period. I knew that. I knew, yeah. I knew that that's yeah. that's what was waiting for me when they called my name. Period. I knew that. Okay. So I was yeah. sitting there waiting to get called in. I was watching the people behind the glass, a whole room of people doing shit, talking. Somebody's on the phone. Everyone's living their lives. And, and they all have one thing in common. They're all leaving that building to go home. Yeah. Right. Lives. And it struck me. It struck me like a ton of bricks. Like those people are leaving today. They're going home. And I'm that wa- is a big deal. And I'm walking into this courtroom knowing that I'm going to do six months in Ehrenberg. I knew that. <laughs> that's a that's a fucking yep. that's a fucked up moment. And at that moment, I had like a fuck. I had a happening job. I had a nice spot in L.A. I was making money. It was all good for me. And I was going to lose all yeah. of it. In, as soon as they called my name, I, w- I would lose all of it. Yeah. Right. So then they called my name. <laughs> I went in there, and there was a, two black girls were in front of the judge at that moment for the same yeah. offense. Okay. And the judge, basically, they had, they had been busted with weed. They were given they were given a fine and they didn't pay it. And now they ah. now they were gonna have to do six months in jail. That that was the deal. Uh-huh. Here's your we're gonna let you Is go. That you That's the deal. We have a fine for you. It's eight hundred bucks, whatever it is. You gotta pay that. If uh-huh. you don't pay it, you're gonna go to jail for six months. That's how it works. I didn't pay okay. mine. I didn't make a single payment on mine. <laughs> I didn't. 
<laughs> I was like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I ain't never coming to Arizona anyway. Fuck y'all. I ain't paying shit. <laughs> fuck you. That was my feeling. So how'd that work out for you? Well, I got arrested in Flagstaff, Arizona. <laughs> I was in the system. Like a year later, I ditched it. I ditched it. A year later, they pulled me over for no reason. They ran my thing, and there's a bench warrant, and I got to go, and it's six months. That's it. You didn't pay it. These black girls say to the judge, sassiest women I've ever seen in my life, they say to the judge, judge, it's 600 bucks. I got to buy a... I gotta buy a, a new uh, washing machine. You know, it's too much money. I can't pay it. Judge looks at the girl. <laughs> Judge looks at the girl. He's about to give her six months. Instead, he goes, "Okay, can you pay two fifty then?" She says yes. He says, "Okay, pay two fifty. Free to go." Staring at six months. All right. I step up. Wow. I step up, ready to get my six months. He says to me. Are you in the need of a washing machine also? <laughs> I got a I got a oh bone God. I got the biggest erection of my life. I, I, I can't even <laughs> I, I I don't even understand the moment. And I said to him, as a matter of fact, I am in the market for a washing machine right now. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Well, the, honestly, you're fucked when you go to jail, right? I mean, in yeah, most cases, yeah. look, you got out, you did your thing, you became a, I mean, look, you continued your deal, you got out, you lived through it. You are a minority, right? Most people don't. That's absolutely true. Partly because, um, you know, I wasn't that much a part of the system ever. I mean, I... I was able to swing right back. I was, you know, I was a DJ and I was able to swing right back into that. I mostly, you know, mostly working for myself. So obviously I was you, able to swing right if back. If you were into a that. corporate attorney or a, some electrical engineer for Honeywell, it wouldn't have worked out that way for you. Right. The, the, the fact, of uh, the, fact of the matter is no. you were in a performance field and you were able to move in and they didn't give a shit. You can do the job. So, yeah, exactly. So that worked Whereas, out. Whereas, you know, right. in an in a in another more uh, you know um, mainstream job, that would that could have been a problem. Well, the statistics. Certainly if I, look, the t- statistics are what they are. The recid- recidivism. Can you say it? Mm. Say yeah, it. recidivism. That's it. Recidivism. Uh, prisons don't work. They just don't. No, they don't. They they really they don't, don't, and it's measurable. They don't. It's not a theory. I've always called them criminal college. You learn more about crime in, in prison than I you think the ones that go anyway. to college in prison get something out of it. The the rest of them are just ruined. That's it. Does the U.S. economy depend? Prison is college, whether you take college courses in prison or not. It is college, but for criminals. What I'm saying is, I think, I mean, there's a bigger thing here, which is the, the U.S. economy and maybe all domesticated economies Yeah, depend on a certain percentage of people being unemployable that can be exploited as labor. It, it depends on it. The system depends on it. That is correct. And you, um, you need and- those... Whatever percentage that is, let's say 20% of the working economy is exploited, flat out exploited because of criminal background or whatever. Yeah. You need it. It needs it to fun- to function the way it functions. You need that. Or do do you or don't you? Well, I don't think you do. You just need a system that works without that happening, but our system, yes. It's an it's an advantage. I know if I run an auto shop and I need another guy and a guy comes in, he's got a felony, right? Yeah, you don't have to pay him as much. You fucking ain't right, I don't. And I can tell him, tell it to him, too. Because who yeah. cares if he knows? 
Hey, yeah, look, right? hey, look, here, here's the thing. It's nine bucks an hour. Are you in? Yeah, I'm doing you a favor. This is I'm doing you a fucking favor, and that's a job that's eighteen dollars an hour minimum, right? Yeah, right. So right. does so does the economic system of the U.S. require a certain amount of that to flourish? Um, <clears throat> I'm having problems with the word require. Well, this uh, is what I, an I economist think... would say to you if nobody was listening. <laughs> you know, we need a little bit of fringe. To make it work, that's, a, that's an advantage to certain players and players who have a lot of say so. It makes my business so if I can stick bad. two guy. If I got a bay with fifteen guys working in there, and I can stick five or six of them in at like half wage, right? That do, yeah. that does make my business more solvent. My business, which contributes to the community, right? Absolutely true. I, my business isn't now, closing down. I'm making a killing because of these guys. Yeah. How, you know, however... The um, community needs an auto shop. Yeah. Right? Right. Do they? But what the community actually needs is an auto shop that pays its workers enough so they can go down to J.C. Penney's and buy shoes for their kids and they can go out to a movie every once in a while and they can invigorate the economy yeah. when you're paying a shit wages. Right. Well, that doesn't happen. Well, these six guys, these six guys can't do that. Exactly. They're not going to the movies. Yeah. You know, they are going to spend all their, all their money to survive all of it. They will save none of it. They will put, and my question to you is, is it better to have a guy that's making 1500 bucks a month and is spending every fucking penny of it in the community, or is it better to have a guy that's making three grand a month and is saving too much of it? See what I'm saying? He's not putting it in motion. Isn't well, my, isn't my guy that spends every penny better? Isn't that what you want as a consumer? You want... The consumers to spend more, and if I'm capitalism, so, yeah, I don't want people to save any the money. The guy that's spending, okay, the guy that's 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 spending every penny because he only makes fifteen hundred dollars a month. Right. That guy, um, that guy is spending less money in the community than the guy who's got a little bit of discretionary um, money to spend, like the guy that makes three thousand a month. You think and the guy that's a three, little bit aside, okay? Too, so you think the the but, guy that's making three thousand a month is spending more than eighteen hundred? You're saying? Well, I, I wouldn't put a number on it, but he certainly has the ability and is more than likely spending more. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I think the 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 guy that's more beneficial to the community is the three thousand a month guy. Which one's more likely to borrow money? Well, I would say probably the three thousand a month guy, because he's a little better money, little... some ability to buy a big ticket item if he saves his pennies. The fifteen hundred a month guy, nah, right. he, he doesn't matter what he saves. He's not buying any big ticket items that he has to borrow on. And who's going to loan him any money okay. anyway? So he only makes as the guy that owns the mechanic shop, right? Yeah. Why do I give? Why do I give a fuck? if it works or not for the society fuck do I care you gotta live in it I know but I can't do enough damage to do any to fit, to change it my contribution of of filth is not gonna change it you know what I mean I'm one person who, who cares if I cheat trying to buy a boat well. trying to buy a fucking boat here <laughs> right well i mean you know you're not so you might get to use that boat for a little while but you're the... eventually the bank's going to come in and you're going to lose all your equity in that boat what i'm saying is we have prisons which are either can be considered as colleges for criminality right fair yeah okay or sure. or a vehicle to destroy an individual certainly Ru ruin them for life. Make, yeah. 
subjugate Punish. them, subjugate them to the slave labor class of American society for life. Yeah. Right. And I'm glad you brought up the word slave because that's exactly what it is. When you're working uh, and you don't get the benefit of your labor, somebody else does. You're a slave. That's pretty much the definition of slave labor. You're a slave. And millions of people that we have in prison, and some of them prison, um, so, you know, private prisons. These are plantations. And uh, and, uh, so that's definitely slave labor right there. But, you know... Any prison where people are working is that's slave labor. So it's it's interesting that we eleven have cents as, a fucking hour, <laughs> right? I guarantee have, you that's uh, not much more now. So we have a slave population in this country that rivals the slave population during slave days. Correct, and they're all incarcerated. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're in chains. Okay, then so, you have a whole huge group, huge group of people. That are not in prison, right? Yeah. But are relegated to subjugated wage and jobs because of their prison experience. Right? Right. Yeah. So now if you consider those two groups of people, that's a pretty, that's a big group of people. There's two million, there's two million plus. People who have to pay wages. Correct. Not people who earn wages. So we don't have plantations. We have concentration camps. And then we have an agreed upon slave class. Agreed upon. I'd say that's not too far off from the absolute truth. You're listening to all you wonderful people. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to America. The important thing well, is of we're aware of it. That's what's important. That's what's important. <laughs> That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for, to be aware of it. How the fuck? How, um, how are you going to tell a... I'm sorry, how are you going to convince the guy that owns the mechanics? How are you going to convince him not to do that? There's not enough people to check if he's doing it or not. There's not enough and it, people. That's why you don't... That's why you. That's not the way you correct it. You certainly can't. Convincing. You can't. Right. It, no. There's. You know. So you've. It's. It's got to be. Um, it's already against the law. Policy. It's already against labor law. It's. It's already. It's yeah. already in violation. It's happening. En masse, unstoppable. Well, there's. Um, he needs fifteen I mean, people. He needs fifteen people. He's got six. What's he, what's he supposed to do? He can't afford to pay him. You can't pay him all union wage. <laughs> right. Can you imagine how much a, a pound of tomatoes would cost if everybody involved in the production of that made union wage? Think about it for a moment. Yeah. How much are tomatoes? How much is a pound of tomatoes at the grocery store? What is it, a buck now? It's like a buck, buck 99 if they're Romas. <laughs> Deli- I, yeah. Delicious tomato. Delicious, functional, <laughs> versatile tomato. Dollar ninety nine for one pound of them. What do you think that would cost if every stage of that process involved a union worker? You do bring up an interesting question. And $17 that- for the pound? <laughs> Well, I doubt it. Um, First of all, you're only going to get for those tomatoes um, what what um, people will pay, and people will pay what they can pay, but they won't pay what they can't pay. Okay, but I agree with that. But you also won't bring a product to market unless you can make a profit. So if it costs them thirteen eighty five to deliver that pound to you to the store. What do you think the store is going to charge you? It's not a gas station. That is the store. That's what they do. They sell products to you. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying. Would we stop eating? You is it? We would just stop eating tomatoes. Tomatoes would not okay, be a product. So go back to 1950. Right. 
and and um, the difference between wages and the cost of living um, right was much closer together. Yeah, this is and the, this, it worked. Yeah, this is acute for me. <laughs> yes, you're speaking to me right now. Yes, I am acutely <laughs> right. aware of how this works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, so it just works better that way when 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 more people have adequate uh, income to you know to pay rent, to buy groceries, to buy clothes, and to have a little bit of fun. Um, uh, it works better. Let's talk more about more people are doing better. So so where are we in the last ten years? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the price of real estate has went up 185 percent. Okay. Yeah. Or right. more. Or more. The cost of rent has doubled. Okay. Real estate is the uh, number one driver of inflation. Absolutely. The cost of rent has doubled. The cost of a gallon of milk has doubled. Well, um, milk is on the lower end of it. It's like on a uh, well, since 1970, the cost of milk has gone up about 300. Um, percent The cost of goods overall real estate has the, gone up 1600. 1600. percent The cost of living, the cost of the goods that we use, aggregated yeah. out, is roughly 23 percent increase in the last 10 years. Things cost about almost a quarter more, on average, if you average everything out things we buy than 10 years ago from from just so 10 years ago of, the cost of everything altogether all aggregated 300 60% for real estate it's about 800% okay wages wages are wages are static right and wages hey still- wages are static <laughs> that it's roughly what it was then and everything is so when people say, yeah. "Look, if you pay people more, those tomatoes are going to cost so much." Except, apparently, that's not actually the way it works. I don't know what it costs them to bring a pound of tomatoes to the store for me. I really don't. I, those Romas, those delicious, versatile <laughs> Roma tomatoes. <laughs> we all love them. We love them when they're ripe, and we love them when they're not ripe. They're they're really good. Anyway, green you, ones. Not green, but not red. You know what I mean? Okay. Like they could sit another week, but you eat them anyway. Right. They're crisp and tangy when they're like that. Delicious, yeah, right. delicious. I don't know. Very versatile. Okay. I don't know what they what that costs. I really, I have no idea. I don't know how to calculate it. I've looked online. I can't figure it out. I don't know what that well, costs. And I see the intuitive. Um, it, it, it seems counterintuitive. To think that uh, if you pay people more, it won't, you know, raise prices because it kind of will. But will more people be able to participate in the economy? Yes, absolutely. And it'll be which will be good for the seller and good for the buyer. Well, they, they have it. OK, economies of scale, the uh, the supply chain, they have it pretty wired with computers now. There's always a pretty good amount of Romas at the store. Mm-hmm. I never feel like there's too many, and I never feel like where's all the Roma. There's always the right amount is there. So they've uh, wired the algorithm. The algorithm is keeping us. They've algorithm right, right amount of produce on the. On I the think shelves. so. I mean, at least as much as they can. You know, uh, we might get a, a hair for salsa, and, and all the Romas are gone. We don't know. There's always Roma tomatoes there in the right amount. So. Yeah. They've wired it up. What do you think that costs? What does a grocery store, what's their exposure on a pound of Romas that they're selling for a dollar and 99 cents? What, well, what do you think they're uh, buying them at? The, the uh, What's the profit margin on those tomatoes? That's what I want well, to know. Well, one, I have no idea. But keystoning is, is, is a kind of a common way, rule of thumb. In other words, 100%. Hundred percent. They're paying yeah, ninety nine cents a pound for them. That's 
and wherever they can fudge on that, of course they will. I got you. But that's just a rule of thumb. I just wonder what the, what the, what those would cost if the guy picking them was making $29 an hour instead of 80 cents. How would that uh, affect right. how would that affect that price as it moves up the supply chain? So people being paid more would allow them to pay more. I'm but, saying the 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 economy of the country depends on a, on a, like a thirty percent slave class. It has to have it for those tomatoes to be a dollar ninety nine. I gotta have that, slaves. That's the way we're doing. That your point is that's the way we're doing it right now. <clears throat> right, but it doesn't have to be that way. It hasn't been that way at, at, at certain times in the past. And it worked just fine. It well, worked better. Look, if there wasn't a slave class and it was all union, they wouldn't be a dollar ninety nine. They'd be fifteen ninety nine. But fifteen ninety nine wouldn't mean the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. And I can't say that they would be fifteen ninety nine because there's a point where if you're making forty six dollars um, an hour, fifteen ninety nine for a pound of tomatoes doesn't seem that bad, right? It really doesn't. And, and maybe that's what it would get to, but it, they, that, that that part of it doesn't happen overnight. You're still thinking, "Oh man, uh, you know, well, we just paying. I was just paying three bucks gas last year, and now it's four bucks." Well, gas would be wow. like gas would be nineteen dollars a gallon, but nineteen wouldn't seem like nineteen either. Right? You know. There would be in your mind what's too much. Look, we're children here. Quite apart from the reality of, of the economics of this we're, situation. We're being held in arrested development in this country. Yeah. And we're being held that way so the small group, like 60 families, can get pornographically wealthy. Exactly. That's it. That's exactly right. That's it. Two people have... Um, as much wealth as the bottom 40% of the country. That's, Two. that's not going to improve as time moves on. <laughs> no, not by itself. <laughs> Tomatoes are delicious. What did we learn today? Good morning. Good morning. Well, maybe we need a debt ceiling on tomatoes. What we learned is tomatoes are delicious Good and they're worth morning. $15 a pound. They really are <laughs> because morning. they're so special and delicious. They are. But you but morning? you deserve $40 an hour making coffees. You deserve that. Right? The money, and flipping fucking burgers. And flipping fuck those fucking burgers are delicious. <laughs> I'm telling you, when I'm in the pit of despair, I can get four of those burgers for about 5 bucks. And I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay for 20 or 30 minutes. I'm okay. Yeah, but then you got to live the rest of your life. Not for long. <laughs> what we learned is it, it, it's... You're looking at it the wrong way. If you're looking at, wait, I can't pay the field worker 20 bucks an hour because then what, what is it going to cost me? Field worker making $20 an hour means that you're going to make a lot more hour right that's we wouldn't even have to wonder about that that's not even speculation that is the way that it works the range the will stay consistent it will move up yeah it'll be okay <laughs> it's gonna be okay he can't look if field worker wants to buy a pound of those tomatoes he must love them well, so, you know, that is kind of what we've learned today. It's going to be okay. Roe v. Wade is not going to go away. Um, they blinked on the debt limit, which should just go away anyway. But um, And it's going to be a problem in the future again. But that, uh, hey, I, I get Social Security and I've got VA health care. I, I was going to get really fucked if the government defaults on its death. Uh, That's like a whole show. We should do a show on that. Absolutely. Uh, debt limit next time. 
Get ready, everybody. <laughs> wow. Like, I felt like so many people become aroused right now, like, from just from hearing that. Like, the net, the next show is going to be about the debt ceiling. What the fuck are we doing with our lives? James, we'll talk about it off air. I can't believe it. All right. We're at that moment. We're at that moment now. We are. We need to make but a decision. We need to make but a my, decision. My larger point was, I, I do think it's going to be okay. Uh, the, the the bad players, the Republican <clears throat> Party, looks like they're in disarray. Uh, they're able to do some things right now, but I think they're going to be able to do those kind of things less. Um, we seem to be the, the American people are very positive on on uh, you know Build Back Better Act. Uh, they're Fuck very the, much in support. Of it. <laughs> Fuck the American people. All right. <laughs> I mean, you sound like Mitch McConnell. Now. Look, we can work together to a better tomorrow, right? Yeah. Or we can grind each other into shit. We can do that too. We're not out of the the shit yet, but I think we've turned a corner. I'm game for either way. <laughs> oh, are you ready for anything? Uh, either way. Either let's let's right. let's burn it or let's fix it. Either way. All right. All right. I'm done with the waiting. You've been listening to all you wonderful people. <laughs> <laughs> um, James, thank you so much. Uh, we learned a lot. Thank you, Dave. And uh, thank you to the listeners, especially listeners in Eastern Europe. <laughs> Belarus in Belarus uh, three people in Belarus uh, do you know each other we don't know no way of knowing no way of knowing do you th- do you think they know each other seems random right seems random but maybe that's why we're getting three out of Belarus three they know each other three people and <laughs> <laughs> it's an entire country beautiful country beautiful uh, three people. Thank you for listening, and uh, we wish it was better, but we're we're glad that that you're here listening. Yes, we are. Thank you. Ciao. Some to the pond of the fishes on the sea says hello to you. Here's your food rations.